Welcome to the I Am Winter Solstice Symposium and Fire Tenders Gathering. We are happy you are here. Please find the full schedule at IamSymposium.com. So the very first thing that I want to do, for those of you that have just arrived, um, I'm going to introduce myself one more time, because you're going to get to know me a lot through uh, this portal of the Winds Clan. My name is Bridget Hopkins, and I am the program manager here at PracticalShaman.com. Renee and I work very closely together along with our team of Terry and Carrie and Erica. So you'll see the five of us uh, moving about, and our cardinal holder is Judy. She's the North Wind. Um, so I want to say thank you. Thank you for coming tonight. For some, it's really late in the evening, and for others, it's early. And I really want to welcome you here and express my gratitude. I know that coming online, especially in the evening, is not everyone's favorite. But thank you for making that choice tonight to be here with us. Um, I would also like to extend a lot of gratitude to all of the fire tenders for keeping your light and adding more light. It's been a really intense I Am Symposium this year. There's a lot that we are helping to transmute in the collective experience. And I thank you for continuing to show up and be present to that responsibility and that offering. It's such a generous heart offering to be a part of the symposium. So thank you. And I also want to say thank you to the presenters. We have over 30 presenters with us. Um, who are bringing in information and wisdom from, you know, far and wide. And it's been such a pleasure to watch their presentations. And I feel like I'm falling a little bit behind right now because there's so much to take in. Um, but just know that whatever you're meant to see and experience, you'll get it, you know, and there's still more to come. So stay tuned. Lastly, I really want to say thank you to Renee Barabo. It takes a lot of courage to be the legs of the wind. And not only courage, but she's a dedicated listener. And, you know, when she first heard those winds talking, she thought it was a joke. And I don't blame her <laughs> because the experiences that we've had, it's like this has to be um, like we're making this stuff up, right? Um, but here she is with the seemingly invisible force of nature and, and making it accessible, right? Bringing this ancient wisdom back onto the main circuit. And I just, you know, Renee, there just aren't enough adjectives to say how I really feel about the work that we do and about our relationship. So thank you. I really want to say thank you for creating the space for all of us to be here tonight. So I'm welcoming you into my home. I'm welcoming you into my heart space as we begin our experience tonight with Zephyrus. Zephyrus is a wind that has a lot of faces, and that's what I'm really going to aim for tonight is to bring forward some of these other expressions of a Western experience into your consciousness so that, um, you know, we just feel a little bit more connected and universal and it doesn't feel like we're just having these isolated experiences, right? But before I do that, I also want to share with you um, a little bit of the backstory of how I came into the wind work because it was a West experience. And it took me a long time to understand that. Um, 
I came into this work with a bit of an attitude. I'll be honest with you. Um, sometimes I still have that attitude. There are some days where I'm like, what are you asking me to do? I don't want to do that. <laughs> what did you just say? I don't, I don't want to hear that. Um, but, you know, although I came into this a little begrudgingly, uh, what I have come to understand is that, you know, when you get the call, when that bell goes off, um, you know, no matter how much resistance is in the field, you're inevitably going to have the experience, right? So I had other aspirations and ideas of where I was going, what I was supposed to be doing, um, none of which had anything to do with shamanism or shamanic practices whatsoever. And I thought, you know, that's an East experience, right, Carrie, our thinking mind. I thought that I was going somewhere else and I was really irritated that the wind, you know, these experiences were bringing me in a different direction. And that's when I met Renee. And when I took the first class, I immediately saw the importance of this work. And I, I wrote to her after the first course and I said, okay, how can I become an apprentice? Like, tell me how to do this. And she was like, um, okay, you know, maybe, like, I don't know you. This was your first class. She didn't even seem that enthusiastic or attentive. <laughs> so just hold on there, sister pants, you know, let's, let's figure this out. Um, but through those experiences, I was the apprentice, and then I became a wind assistant, and now I'm the program manager. And it's because I am where I am meant to be. But in getting here, there has been a constant reorganization of my reality and my mental process. And one of the things we're going to talk about tonight is the very strong connection between the East and the West on this horizon, right? So our thoughts moving through the heart space into action and physical body, right? So it's been a long um, experience of discernment letting go, um, realigning, and uh, fortitude, right? This resilience that has been born through these Western experiences in my life. And, you know, most importantly, allowing, right? The West Wind came in to clear what was preventing me from being where I needed to be. And Though I didn't realize it at that time, that space needed to happen. I needed to have those Western experiences so that I could actually be here, right in this moment with you. So what I've come to understand over the past four years of doing wind work is that that call went off and it didn't seem like a big deal at the time. I was irritated and annoyed and I didn't really want to be bothered. <laughs> that was my like wake up call. I'm like, who is ringing my bell and what do you want of me? I'm not interested. Um, but because I stepped in, everything in life surrounded me to support this. And today's experience is a gift from the West Wind Zephyrus, helping us to open our hearts and our eyes to the importance of doing our work so that we can be here for what we really came to do. So, what is the West Wind? Well, that's a great question. I want you to put into the comments what you think the West Wind would be, or maybe you're having a West experience. 
experience and just go ahead and put it into the comments and I will come back and double check um, when we, you know, get later on in the process. So just throw it down in the comments there. Like what's the West experience that comes to mind for you? <clears throat> the West is about transition. When we partner with the winds, these transitions become more of a conscious experience. We work with the seasons of our lived experience. And these seasons are happening all of the time in our relationships, in our homes, in our jobs, in our aspirations. So what we don't tend to acknowledge is how these Western experiences affect our bodies and also our well-being, positive, negative, good, bad, and different, we are often having this, you know, uh, consistent process of going to the West. And it's, you know, um, a cyclical experience. So living a cyclical life is about living and attuning to actions because actions lead to transition. And that is a big part of the West. Transition is usually a time of expansion. So just breathe that in. Transition is usually a time of expansion. To transition means that something is changing. And when you work with the wind on a regular basis, you begin to see, hear, and feel the seasonal effect taking place within your experience. So they say sometimes change is good. You very seldom hear people say change is fun. <laughs> change is easy. Change is lighthearted. I don't ever hear that, right? Zephyrus is a consistent ally in our ability to be with change. How good does that feel? to know that there is an energy that is here willing to work with you all the time to bring more comfort with change. Zephyrus helps us to see the gifts of the harvest that are inevitably encased within change. Change also breeds space to have more of a spacious existence within an experience. That's what helps you to become an observer, not reactive, right? We respond, we become present and with the what is as opposed to what it should be. And we aren't as closely tied to expectations or attachments and especially the outcome. I know that sometimes the West is thought of as death and rebirth, but there can sometimes be a stigma around this idea of death and dying. And one of the things that I've come to learn over and over is that not only is it a part of a natural cycle within our lived experience, Death and life are two sides of the same moment, the same perspective. In order for life to persist, there is something that is dying right alongside of that experience. 
And sometimes it can be a thought, it can be a memory, it can be a belief. It doesn't have to be a big something in order for that death to have occurred. Death is regeneration. In order to create the energy for living, there's a death that occurs and a composting and then a renewal. How can we begin to see death not as an ending or a loss, but as a continuation? It's an initiation into not only an ending, but a continuation. It's an initiation for the traveler, but also for those who have loved the traveler and have been a part of the experience. It reminds me of one time I was sitting in a circle with one of my mentors and we were doing a lot of work around grief. And he said that when you are deep, deep, deep into grief, you are also exactly right next to joy and that you can grieve so hard that you actually begin to laugh. And I've had that experience, you know, welcoming in joy because we're creating the space for that by doing some of these experiences with grief or loss or continuation. We're also saying joy and bliss and renewal and new experiences. So our work with Zephyrus is not only about death, dying and rebirth. It's about the process in between all of that and becoming really aware of it and conscious of it to be more intentional with how we tend the lives we are living. And we have this beautiful ally that wants to partner with us. So Zephyrus has helped me to have a question that I ask a lot in my life is how am I tending to things? And how is my attention working towards these goals and aspirations that I carry within me? Am I living in accordance with who I believe myself to be as well as who I am destined to be? Right? Again, that Eastern experience coming through the West is, you know, I have an idea of who I'm supposed to be. But then through these processes and, and doing this work, I'm also seeing who I'm destined to be. So one of the questions I have for you right now to really think about is, are you in your body? Are you fully inhabiting your body right this moment? And how often do you consider your body? How often do you notice what your body is needing, or do you even think about your body as a relationship? I want you to ask yourself, am I aware that there is something bigger than me breathing me? We think about our breath and us breathing, but are we also aware that there is something bigger than us breathing us? And what is the state of your breath right now? When we tend to begin looking inside this physical house that we live in, this relationship that we live in, 
we are tending to the quality of our lives. We are taking time to slow down and begin to notice the quality of our habits, our actions, our ideas, and our attention, and what we do with them. So, you know, as I was beginning, I stepped in for the fire tenders to be the cardinal direction of the West. And immediately I began being prepared for tonight and for this whole experience. And as the keeper of the West, my work began several weeks ago. Not when we opened the IM, it began prior to that when I made the commitment. It began with asking me to reevaluate how I hold space. Am I holding it in my body? Am I holding it in my mind? Am I holding it in my intentions and my heart? It asked me to become more attentive to how I'm managing my time, my responsibilities, because as I continue being a part of the wind clan and the wind work, my responsibilities are increasing. And that has an effect on me, my body, and the way that I carry myself and the way that I'm attending to myself, right? So this work isn't just about theory. It comes into practice and action right away. Once you say yes, that's an opening right there for everything to begin to happen to help bring you into attunement to the experiences that are needed for you to match your intention. And that is a big part of this work with the West and with the winds. It is not light work as in, you know, not a heavy load, and it is not easy work, but it is necessary. So are you currently noticing, as we talk about this, anything in your experience that is not only West, but kind of repositioning you it's an action, like actions are happening to position you into alignment with the intentions that you carry. I'm going to look through the comments for a second. I'm really curious what your West experiences are. Hmm. Oh, I didn't realize. You, are you guys still having an issue with the screen cutting out? Pioneering shifts, change, completions, yes. Yes, definitely about letting go, Elizabeth. <clears throat> yes, loss does bring freedom. Mm, letting go of the kids in the transition, Carrie, I'm right there with you. Transitioning from mother to crone. Yes, I'm getting my glitter. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting, Mary. Letting go of expectations. That's a big one, Terry. Oh, that's beautiful, Sheila. And welcome, Sheila. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, guys. Ah. 
Yeah. And even through the IM, you know, the other day, Renee brought out the call asking us to please, you know, either have a fire or light more candles. And that's because there was a lot coming through our collective experience, our group experience. We are holding this beautiful flame with the intention of helping, right, supporting this massive amount of transition that we're experiencing in the collective experience, as well as ourselves, which is taking a toll on our bodies, right? We might be feeling more tired, irritable, uncertain, unstable, um, a little like uh, disconnected. Sometimes you can feel a little lightheaded or, um, you know, uh, flighty, like you can't focus and you can't really keep track of things, you know, like I just set it down over here. Why isn't it here? Well, that is also a part of the West. It's having an effect on your body. So what else might you need? Do you need more rest? Do you need more water? Do you need more time away from a screen? Do you need more personal space? Um, you know, right now we, uh, have a lot of people home for the holidays. You know, my kids are home. My, my eldest is home from college and then the, you know, significant other and then my other child's significant other and friends. And it's just like, whew, I need a minute. Like I need my space, you know, so I'm having West experiences about, you know, physical space. Like not only am I having these um, internal experiences to expand me, which creates space, I'm also having external experiences that feel like they're constricting my space. So part of your work in the West is really paying attention to what do I need, right? And how do I go about doing that? Like, how do I help myself have that need met? Um, and what needs to shift or change or be let go of, removed, um, and here's the best part. Uh, I'll share with you this example in a minute, but this other example just came in. Trying to figure out the technology. I normally have Renee to lean on for this, right? But she doesn't live here with me. She's across the country. And I also don't want to bother her all the time. Like Renee, so Google, YouTube, um, my children who are super technologically advanced and savvy, none of that worked. We still could not figure out the problem. You're so clever, you know. What are you really showing me? It never had anything to do with my tech. I had to keep asking for help over and over and over again. And not only help from these other people, you know, when you think about the West experience and like harvest and this time of like gathering resources, a part of that process, the biggest part of that process is letting people know that you need them to come in and be a part of it. Right. So even though they couldn't resolve my problem, we all work together and they also watch me have a complete meltdown and a temper tantrum. <laughs> so it goes like I went through the whole gamut yesterday of emotions, um, but it was all the West. I was clearing space. I was again. My intention is to learn how to be a receiver in community. I've been so busy giving all these years that now I'm learning how to receive, how to be a part of the community in a whole way, right? Not just coming in and giving, 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 but also receiving and being a part of the community. And the biggest part of that is asking, right? Opening my mouth. That was the action that had to take place. I had to open my mouth 
and say, please help me. I need support right now. Um, hi, Jamie. Welcome. So Renee, you know, she and I were talking about tech the other day, uh, at, now earlier today. And we were laughing because, you know, behind the scenes, the team and I are, you know, looking at some of the ways that uh, some of the YouTube channel can be refreshed, you know. And, and so we were talking about technology and I was complaining <laughs> about this experience of getting ready. And I said, you know, Renee, you just make it look so simple. How do you do that? I don't, you know, how do you make it look so seamless? And she's like, well, that's 135 plus videos later. Um I've really learned to work out this process. And we were just giggling about that because when we want something, when we have these intentions, we seldom realize everything that has to take place for us to live the intention, right? The practical application and the actions and the, the practice that comes into play. Renee's practice over 135 times to get onto Zoom and Facebook Live and have it be, you know, relatively a seamless process at this point. Um, so if I have a sense of mastery, but I haven't done any practical application, it's really, it's just a thought. It's a, an illusion, right? It's a, you know, a far-fetched idea, but it has no legs or feet on the ground. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is a big part of working in the West It's really asking yourself, do I have the fortitude and the ability to put into action right now what needs to, to take place for these resources to be gathered and utilized to get me going around the wheel? So as this world continues to change, we are really being asked to keep our bodies strong and our light clear. A lot of us are light workers, but that doesn't mean a lot of our bodies are all clogged up. So, you know, it's this tonight's experience as well as in general, we're getting an opportunity to keep attuning to taking really good care of these houses that we live in that are also conduits for our light to flow. So what I would like to do for us right now is we're going to start to get ready for our experience with Zephyrus. And the first thing that I'm going to ask everyone to do is just ah, shake it off. That was a lot of information. Definitely brought up some, you know, information for you to think about um, when it comes to the West Wind. But I also want you to just, you know, really tune in and say, okay, I'm here tonight with my body. I'm in my body. And my body is a big part of Western experiences. Zephyrus is going to be showing me some things about my relationship with my body and how my body feels. Um, and part of that, you know, I had mentioned to you earlier about the East. So one of the cardinal direction holders is Carrie Wanamaker, and she's holding the direction of the East. Well, the East is my left hand. And, you know, that connects through this space right here, my heart, and then goes into the West. Okay, so that's what we're going to be doing tonight in our journey is we're really going to be moving between this, this horizon line, this stream of energetics, because a lot of times the thoughts that are happening can dictate our actions. And what can get in between those two are our emotions, our feelings about these thoughts, right? So that's a South experience. That's Terry um, Morgan. And wow, I almost blanked out there. That's Terry Morgan, and she's going to be presenting in the next few days. So 
you know, what we're aiming for is really showing you um, how these relationships between the different cardinal winds interact, right? And how those interactions really do have a large uh, role in our daily experiences. So as we get ready to go through this experience, we're going to be thinking of ourselves on this horizon line. And this spot right here is the meeting point between the east and the west wind. Okay. So what I'd like for you to do is meet the wind whistle. Isn't she beautiful? This is the golden jaguar. I'm going to call into Zephyrus and then we are going to go through our experience. So just to like help you relax and really know what you're getting ready for. Um, the experience is going to be using the wind whistle to call in Zephyrus. Then I'm going to ask most of you, um, those of you who are able to stand onto your feet. Um, I am going to keep sitting because unfortunately where my rig is set up, my ceiling is really low and I can't do part of the experience because I'll hit the ceiling. So you're welcome to sit, but if you'd like to stand and you want to move around a little bit, I highly encourage that. And then we're going to go through this standing uh, guided journey with my voice. And then we're going to do an experience which has never been recorded here for the general uh, wind clan before, which is called bull roaring. And that is in this beautiful book by Renee Barabo called The Winds of Spirit. So if you're interested in learning more about some of the processes that are being shared during the IM, you're definitely encouraged to pick up a book. And she is um, also doing a free wind whistle giveaway. I don't think it's this one. I think it's the black and gold one that's being given away. Um, if you send in a copy of your purchase of Winds of Spirit, you're being entered into a drawing. So just know that that's an option for you if you see this whistle and you're like, wow, I would really love to have a wind whistle. Buy the book and send us a copy of your receipt to windblessings uh, at gmail.com. Here we go. Get nice and comfortable as we welcome in the west wind. And I just want you to notice your environment for a moment. Notice the temperature of the room that you're sitting in and how it feels to be in the room that you're in. And notice if anything changes once we welcome Zephyrus to be with us tonight.
Awesome. So go ahead. If you're feeling interested, I'd like you to ask your body. If your body is interested in participating in tonight's uh, vocal journey as well as energetic journey. So what we're going to do is we're going to walk the road of our body. Zephyrus is here and is going to assist us in really feeling the energetics that move through us from that horizon line. And also to help bring clarity and clear out anything that is needing to be released in the body so that we can continue to have hopefully rest and rejuvenation through this time of, you know, the darkness and the hibernation in the north to prepare us for the next season, which will be spring, bringing in a new cycle and having our energy be clear and enlivened. So if you're ready, you can go ahead and stand onto your feet and make sure that your feet are about shoulder width apart. And if you don't want to stand, that's fine. And if you're unable to, that's fine as well. So there's no insistence that you stand. Just know that it's welcomed. And, you know, if your body is interested and you're interested, get up on those feet and we'll begin. So what I'd like for you to do is just go ahead and spread your arms out as wide as you can. And just notice, how does it feel? Are you holding a lot right now on your shoulders? Are you carrying a lot of burden? Um, are you holding a lot up? Does it feel uncomfortable to stretch your arms out because you feel like you need to be, you know, holding something tight to you? So that's where we're going to begin. Just kind of notice how it feels for you to have your arms out and extended and really keeping that heart space open and vulnerable. How does that feel for you? And if it's uncomfortable, then go ahead and let your arms rest down by the side. Or if you're sitting down, they can stay on your lap with your palms facing upward. And as we begin with the left hand, we're going to be in the east. And I want you to really tune into yourself and notice, is there a recurring problem or issue or thought or situation that is weighing on you? Maybe it's a decision that you need to make or a choice. Maybe something happened over the holidays and it's just hard to let it go. Is there anything tugging at you repeatedly coming through that mind, memory, and belief in the East? Asking for your attention right now. And I want you to ask the situation if it's willing to talk to you. Is there anything that you can offer this particular thought, situation, or burden to get it moving, to bring it closer into the heart space. And I want you to imagine that it is walking 
down your left arm and moving into the heart. And notice how that feels for you. So now you have the support of your heart and Zephyrus. And you can ask yourself, is this thought, situation, scenario helping me or hurting me? And you might even start to notice a sensation coming down your abdomen from below your heart down through the abdomen into your root area, which is the cell. Are there any feelings that are accompanying this scenario, this thought or this situation? And heart, can you please give me the strength to turn towards this situation? Really feeling your heart opening more and more, encompassing the situation. And now we're going to take this and we're going to ask it to slowly start making its way to the west. We're going to ask it to just slowly, slowly, slowly start making its way down your right arm. walking all the way to the end of the fingertips. And just leave it there. Leave it at the end of your fingertips on your right arm. And ask yourself, who would I be if this situation were resolved? Do I have what it takes to resolve this scenario or situation? And if it feels like it's bigger than you or it's not something that you feel you're prepared to deal with, I'd like you to just ask Zephyrus if he can take it for you. If you're feeling like you're ready to really just let it out, ask Zephyrus to come and begin to take that from you off the tip of your right hand. And there might be something else that's cropping up right now. So extend your left hand again. And just leave this as an open channel, moving from the left hand all the way through the heart. You can stop right here and discern. And let it go back out to the right. And stay with that for a moment as I begin to bring in this very helpful tool. So Zephyrus is with us, and we're going to really create some more movement in our energy. I'm going to be doing the bull roaring. So keep allowing what is ever on your mind, body, or heart right now to keep going into the West. Let it keep moving through that channel all the way out the right side as I continue to do this bull roaring. And if it helps you, you can imagine that there is this really strong white light at the top of your crown, moving in a vortice-type motion, or a tornadic motion, if you like. 
and you can open that channel to allow whatever is ready to clear your energy system. You don't have to carry everything on your own, and it doesn't always have to be yours to deal with. Just let it out. Keep letting it go. little longer. And go ahead and shake out your hands if you need to. Give your body a little jiggle. And go ahead and have a seat. Be sure to thank your body for participating and really letting go some of the energies that may have been accompanying you that weren't really needed at this time. And I'd love for you to get out your journal. And if there's anything that immediately comes to mind for you, go ahead and write it down. And I'm going to leave you with two questions that you can write about now that you've cleared some of that energy. So the first thing that I would like you to just make a note of who are you being asked to be? And how can Zephyrus help you to get there? What needs to be let go of or cleared? to help you get there. And there's this little invocation that Zephyrus offered tonight. So if you feel inclined and you'd like to call on Zephyrus, you can say, Zephyrus, join me this day to clear the illusions stagnicity, and any troubles away. Help me to remember who I am here to be. Help me to feel the realest parts of me. Be with me now. And show me how to fulfill my destiny. I'll say that one more time. Zephyrus, join me this day 
to clear the illusions, stagnancy, and any troubles away. Help me to remember who I am here to be. Help me to feel the realest parts of me. Be with me now. Show me how to fulfill my destiny. Thank you so much for being a part of this experience tonight with Zephyrus. Just take a moment and see if there's anything else that you would like to release. If there's anything else lingering around that you just feel like, yeah, this can go too. I'm ready. I'm really ready to get rid of this. Because before I close out our time here, I'm going to say goodbye to the West Wind Zephyrus. And, you know, anything else that's ready to go can go. So take a moment and just check yourself. Check in with your energy system and your body. So thank you, Zephyrus, for being a part of this tonight with us. Thank you for helping us to clear, clean, and open this beautiful channel where East and West meet right in this heart space here. Thank you so much, Zephyrus, for being a part of that. And thank you all for attending tonight and being willing to be a part of this experience. I'm just going to check in and read over the comments because I didn't really get to see a lot of the comments here. Are there any questions? Is there anything else that you're wondering about Zephyrus that I may not have covered? Please, please, please put it in the comments. I'll get down to the newest comments in just a moment. Yes, Marion, learning to receive is a challenge. <laughs> yes, the only change is change itself. Yeah, it is a constant. I love the beautiful continuity of our comments as well, that a lot of mutual support was going out through here. Oh, Renee says, the whistle of your choice. Ooh, la la. Thank you, Linda. I feel the same way. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you, Hope. Marianne, thank you. Thank you, Courtney. Ah, thanks, Stacy. Good to see you. Thank you, Renee. Yeah, I'll put it in the... Um, Comments, Elizabeth, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Hey, Leslie, thanks for making it. Thank you again, Kitty. Oh, it was so good. Thank you, Jill. It was so good. And Amy, hey, good to see you, dear. Thank you all so much. This has been lovely. And I will put that in the um, comments on the Wind Clan page for everyone. The um, invocation from Zephyrus. And it doesn't look like there's any questions. So, 
Be well, have a great evening, and be sure to tune back in tomorrow. We have another amazing lineup of presenters. So take care, everybody. Thank you. Welcome to the 10th annual I Am Winter Solstice Symposium and Fire Tenders Gathering. We are excited to offer this container for you to celebrate during these darker days of December from December 20th through January 2nd. We will be having live events every day in the Wind Clan. There will also be a recording available for you if you've given us your email address over at IamSymposium.com. And there's an opportunity to purchase this whole series if you don't think you can be with us live. So again, welcome, and we look forward to being with you throughout.